The world where you would go hand in hand with the Flower Maiden has neither perfect happiness, nor joy, nor life. <gasps> this is because it also does not contain perfect sadness, nor misery, nor death. Welcome to Tuning Japanese, a podcast where two dudes in their 30s open a portal to paradise by jumping into a giant hole and then spreading the seeds of a flower and waiting for the rain Giggity. to cause some sort of weird restart that doesn't make a lot of sense. Spoiler alert. Talk about anime! Hey. Hi. It's Bill. No, I am. I, I, that's what I was doing. And I'm Andy. Correct. Thank you. And we're here to talk about OVA episode number four of Wolf's Rain, titled... Wolf's Rain. No, Wolf's Rain. So, pretty straight-on sort of title here today. Plan today is for Bill and I to discuss this last episode, uh, and then I think we're going to wrap up our discussion with one final view of Wolf's Rain, kind of what we've done with most other seasons, where we kind of pick apart the story overall, talk about some of our favorite moments or episodes... Try to figure out what the hell is going on in Wolf's Rain. Correct. We've been at this about a year now. We started the first episode of Wolf's Rain back in July of last year. Did we really? We did. I looked it up. Holy fuck. I know. I'm ready to move on I to something. And it makes you sad because I picked this anime, but uh, I'm ready to move on to something a little different. And that's what we have for season five. Something a little different. And we will reveal the pick for season five next week in our wrap up of Wolf's Rain. So. Make sure that you stick around, you wait that out, because I think you're going to be very interested, maybe a little surprised, and excited to find out what we're doing next for Season 5. And maybe Josh will be around to talk about Wolf's Rain, too. Wouldn't count on it. Well, maybe he will. Before we get started, hey, Bill. Hi. You got any nerd news? Not really. (laughs) No. You saw Dark Phoenix, it sucked. I did see Dark Phoenix. If you want to know a little bit more about my thoughts on Dark Phoenix, I guess I didn't really go into a whole lot of details on it. I more uh, use it as a jumping off point for a bonus episode that will be coming out in the future, or might be out now, depending upon when this gets released. We're actually ahead a little bit in our recording, if you want to pull back the curtain a little bit oh, here. Oh, no shit. Um, yeah, we're actually, we're actually kind of ahead of the game, which was not the case for a while. I did see Dark Phoenix. Save your money... If you're a diehard X fan, X-Men fan like I am, maybe go get it at Redbox. You're an X-Fan. I am an I That's true. I'm an X-Fan. Um, it's... <sighs> I didn't Redbox Venom. Uh, fair. I didn't I didn't see Venom at all. I, I didn't either. Uh, and I don't feel bad. Yeah, I don't really feel bad about that. I like Venom. I don't feel bad about missing I it. I love X-Men. I have enjoyed most of the X-Men movies, with the exception of... X-Men Wolverine Origin Origins Wolverine with Gambit. Oof. Gambit was like the best part of that. And then Deadpool pre-Deadpool was a was, was really decent. bad. No, Deadpool pre-Deadpool. 
Like when he was just riding Wade Wilson? Yes, that was fine. Pre-Deadpool. Okay, yes. Before he became whatever the fuck that was. I didn't hate the blob in that movie either. The blob was good. There, there were things in that movie that were good. Absolutely. Yeah, just, I agree with you. That was little nuggets of corn in a big turd. Yes, that was a turd of a movie. And an X3 was not great, obviously. This is the first movie that I really did not like in the series. And I guess my biggest thing is it just felt like X3 without the corny aspects of it. Like, it was just a really overly dark and brooding retelling of that, but still yeah. not that exciting. Yes, but in this one, nobody said, I'm the juggernaut, bitch. No, but, spoiler, Cyclops says the F word. It's the only F word <laughs> in, the entire, in the entire movie. They, got, they give it to Cyclops? They gave it to Cyclops, which I was okay with. It was a great line. It was, it was, a, a, it's, it's a very minor spoiler. That was wrong end. There was, there, well, I loved it. I thought it was great. I, I was taken aback by it, for sure. It got shock value. There was a moment where he obviously, really no spoiler here, wanted to protect Gene. Yeah, no shit. And the person he was talking to, he looked at him. The fuck you say? Yeah, he, yes. <laughs> he, he looked at the person that he was talking to with like the most, like intense Scott Summers I've ever seen in my life and says I guess the fuck you do say yeah, that's the point if you if you touch her I will fucking kill you he says and I'm like whoa damn Jesus Christ that was amazing like that made me pop that and the fact that okay kind of a spoiler but not a major spoiler for the story Dazzler was in it for a little bit and that was cool. And, it, and she was wearing her disco outfit. Nice. But it was like seeing like a like a like a modern pop star like, like a nineties pop star because it's set in yeah. the nineties. Yeah. That was badass. And the visual effects for Dazzler were super cool. They said it in the 90s? It was, ni- ni- yeah, early 90s. So they tried to, like, piggyback on Captain Marvel? Kinda, yeah. Huh. Yeah, but... Okay. Not very All right. Good. Not very good storytelling, so it no. didn't matter. But yeah, no, I saw that. It was terrible. I saw... It was a double feature, so I saw Aladdin before that. And Aladdin was... Aladdin wasn't terrible the first half. Uh-huh. And then the second half, it like I felt it really fell apart. It wasn't great. Like, the first half, I was like, oh, this is actually not bad. Because, you know, Aladdin is my personal favorite Disney movie. It always okay. has been. And I guess I didn't actually know that. Yeah. No, it's, it's my favorite one of all time. And I went in a little worried about it. And at first, it was, you know, there were a few concessions I had to make. That it wasn't going to be the original. That Iago was going to be very different. And mm-hmm. not going not to be Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, no. You know, and that Jafar just wasn't quite sassy enough. And the Sultan wasn't as dumb <laughs> but like overall I still was like really into it and then about halfway through it felt like they were phoning it in a little bit and they just they just weren't it wasn't exciting enough and things just kind of happened very quickly we got your money now yeah yeah I didn't hate the genie I thought Robin or uh, Robin Williams wow. wow I thought uh I thought Will Smith yeah was no fine. Robin Williams did great yeah well, I... Robin Williams did great I thought Will Smith was fine I thought there was some really good funny moments with Will Smith yeah but yeah, it was, yeah. it was, like, you know, yeah. double feature. I paid, you know, only like 10 bucks to see it. So we'll spend been on my shit list ever since I am legend. Well, that movie only faltered because they killed the dog off. No, that movie faltered because they lost the whole point of the story and changed the ending. Well, yes, the ending was terrible. Like, yes, absolutely. But that movie really was fine at first until the dog died. Then like it just completely fell yep. off everything. Did they read the book? Probably Did not. Did they finish it? Probably not. <sighs> Movies where dogs suffer and die are just sad. Like, there was the... there <laughs> no was some, shit. Well, there was, like, some, like, movie, like, it was at a drive-in, so, like, there was a movie in the corner 
And I could see, like, this kids movie where, like, apparently it's, like, the series of kids movies where, like, dogs just oh, die. Oh, yeah, no, fuck those yeah, movies. Nope, yeah. nope, not doing it. And I'm like, I don't even could even hear the movie, and I'm like, oh, I'm so depressed. This is terrible. <laughs> yeah. The worst thing ever. I saw the preview of that before we saw Incredibles 2, maybe. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it was Incredibles 2. I think that's when mm-hmm. we saw the trailer for that. And you're like, fuck no. And I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm not looking. I'm not talking. Yeah, exactly. We're not seeing it. <laughs> hey, speaking of dead dogs. Yikes. Hachi machi. <laughs> you want to talk about this episode of Wolf Strain? That was a good segue. <laughs> it is a really good segue because this episode of Wolf Strain uh, contains about 500% more dog death. Right? Yeah. Yeah. This is a bleak ending to this anime. Kind of. We'll get, Somewhat. We'll get there. We, we'll get there. Hey, Bill, it's your week. Yes. You've got some notes for us. I do. Hey, you want to take us through this episode of Wolf Strain? That's the plan. All right, let's do it. So, you know that saying slash meme thing uh-huh. where everybody's got two wolves inside of them? <laughs> a, a good wolf and a bad wolf? One and is... What, what, whichever one you feed is the one that gets stronger. I was thinking of the one that someone posted on my, my Facebook that like one is, one is Virginia Wolf. Well, that was a, and one is that was a play on this. Okay, and one is blah blah blah, and you're and you're an English major or something like that. That, that was a play on this. Okay, thing. fair enough. We open up with that meme fighting. Oh, okay, we have the evil, creepy ass, pure black wolf, Darsha, and the noble, strong, pure, chosen one, white wolf, Kiba, having it out. Yes, because you remember in the last episode, right before Quint and Topoe. And Hub, Bite the Dust, we get that stinger at the very end of episode three, where there's Darsha as a wolf now. He's full-on wolf form. Yep. And yeah, they, they're ready. It's darkness and light, fighting it out, quite literally. They start with a stare down. They do. And Darsha says, paradise does not contain perfect peace or joy or tranquility, mm-hmm. because it also doesn't contain perfect Darkness and evil and pain and tragedy. So okay. it's just a world, apparently. Or is he giving some sort of dark view of, like, if you go to heaven, you can't understand what true happiness and joy is because without the darkness and the suffering? No, he says the opposite. He says this, this paradise doesn't have perfect good mm-hmm. because it also doesn't have perfect bad. So it's just existence. So it's just existence. Which would explain the ending of this episode. Yeah, that's why. So we're not, paradise is not heaven. Mm-hmm. It's when they've been telling us paradise is reincarnation. They just start over. That makes sense. It is also interesting thematically. We've talked about it before. Like, who are we to understand what the afterlife really actually is? Right. That's interesting. Also, it's really kind of weird too because he says it's for wolves alone. We'll come back to that. We will come back to that. That's really important. Of course, Blue's pissed off. Oh, God, yes. She's just lost most of everything. Darsha says to Cheza, What I have become has great need of you. Which just made me go, ew. <laughs> yeah. That is a... Uh, He's looking for a, a hookup after he lost Hana. That is a predatory yeah. statement. Ugh. Well, he is a wolf. Yeah, not in predatory. that way. <laughs> not, not, not in that way. Okay, fair. More of a Cosby sort of. Oh god! Oof, not good. Creepy. Oh, oh, the Mystic Night Moon Quaaludes or something. Right. Mis- so Ki- Mystic Mystic Quaaludes is my my goth 
punk band that I'm uh, trying to put together. It's not working out too well. No. All the fans keep falling asleep. Right. Before the drugs. Before. <laughs> so Kiba sends Higa ahead. He stays mm-hmm. to fight Darsha. Mm-hmm. And tells Higa to go ahead and to keep the girl safe. Which again is like, really? Yeah. Because Blue is way more badass than you are. Oh yeah. And in, in this fight is much more badass. Yeah. So Darsha just wins the fight. Because he's apparently way more badass than Kiba. Handily. Yeah. I might add. And the only thing that stops him from killing Kiba is Blue... Jumps in. Yeah, she lunges in. Yep. Bites the shit out of Darsha. And gets immediately dropped to zero HP. Been there. She's not dead yet, but she's down. Yes. She's going to be making death saving throws. Right, she God is. damn it, here we go again. <laughs> Always comes back to D&D. Hige comes running because of this. Mm-hmm. Now remember, Hige is already injured. Hige is already injured. From, like, all the shit that's gone on in, like, the last, right. like, five episodes. So all he does really is just sort of dive into, uh... Darsha's leg and hang on. Yes. And look does. at him like, uh-oh. Yeah, he does that thing where he just kind of like death grips. Yep. And Darsha just turns around and I think he guts him. I think so too. He's covered in blood in the front. We don't really see exactly what happened, but yes, I think he's been gutted. It's one of those moments where, again, you might look at it potentially with the frame of mind of, well, what exactly happened? But I think it's actually a better artistic choice to not show us like for the once guts, it like is. laying out. For once it is, yes. Yeah, just let us imagine. It we can imagine be... a lot worse than what they'd have to put together for the animation. Exactly. I think this was a good time. Yes. So Blue and Hege just kind of stay together while Blue dies. Yeah, that was sad. I mean, everything about this oh, OVA really... is sad. It's like I'm I'm watching this episode again, like today before this review. And again, I had not seen this episode since I originally watched it. And I'm just like, oh god, here it comes again, here come the tears, here comes all the emotional, <laughs> just just punches to the gut. We get a lot of them. With the exception of near the end, because I don't really care about Kiba all that much. But right. anyway, oh yeah, like like the whole Kiba and Chesa stuff we'll get to later, didn't really uh, get to me all that much. The blue Hige stuff got to me. Yeah. Sume hears the howling and comes running. Yes, because he was still jumping up he the is, cliff from yeah. the last episode when he saw Hub falling and then right. tried to reach out and couldn't save him. Right. And now he's going to get up there and realize that he's again, couldn't save some people yep. that he cares about. Yeah. He, he gets there right when he just explains to him what went on. Mm-hmm. He asks for forgiveness. Like, Am I just a traitor to you? Which Sume seems to forgive him. Yeah. Cause that doesn't matter anymore. That was touching. That was good because again, you, you don't see a lot of those tender moments with, with Sume. Yep. And then he says, Use your own fangs and yeah. and ask to be put out of his misery. Yeah. Which I get the emotion of the moment. Uh-huh. But if you step back a little bit, that was some awkward anime eyes. Just because it's just the eyes on the screen of like Hige and then Sume and then the crunching and they're like looking all. Yeah. That was the most awkward anime eyes since Simone. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least there weren't eye voids. No, there was no eye void. No eye voids involved. But yes, uh, that probably is the weirdest anime eyes since Simone in our podcast history. Uh, and Hige says, let's meet again next time in Paradise. Yeah, that was sad. It was right before the crunch. Oh, that crunch yep. got me so bad. Oh, I like cringed when I heard the crunch of the snap of the neck. And oh, it was so bad. Oh, emotions. So now, literally all we have left is Kiba, Cheza, Darsha. And Sume, that's it. Yep. We have four characters left in this yep. whole anime. Kiba catches up to Darsha, and they start talking some more. Right, like you do. got a pre-fight monologue. Yep. Darsha says uh, that they'll open the same paradise since they're both wolves. Kiba replies that that is a lie, and it's just going to open a world of darkness. 
Now we know the history of that. <laughs> I don't... Well... An evil wolf opened uh-huh. the gates of paradise and uh-huh. started the world of darkness. That's where the vampires and werewolves and stuff came from. Obviously. I buy this as canon. So Father Wolf in Werewolf the Apocalypse. It's just Darsha. Holy shit. So is Kiba one of the great, like, progenitors of one of the... I think this is an alternate history where Darsha wins. Oh. Woof. Literally. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, uh, they start clashing in front of a full moon. Very picturesque. That's when Sume finally arrives to help. Yes, he shows up. He finally is going to get involved in this in this fight. Uh, meanwhile, Chezo wanders off to a crevasse and falls in. <laughs> and at first, I was like, "Oh no!" Then I was like, "Oh right, whirling gig powers." Yes, she could. She could. To- <laughs> she could totally spin like a seed. It's all good. Whirly gig powers. <laughs> I did. I was like, "Oh no!" Oh right. <laughs> she could do that. <laughs> yep. She's totally fine. So then Darsha just rips open Sume's side like he wasn't even there. Oh, poor Sume. And then Darsha just dives right into the cliff after Cheza. Yeah, just leaving Sume and Kiba just sa- like standing there. Without whirling like, powers. Just woo! He is an evil, like crazy, powerful wolf. It tracks. Kiba tries to help Sume, uh, who doesn't want it, because he knows he's not the one. Mm-hmm. And actually, he kind of mirrors Hige in telling him, we'll meet again next time in Paradise. Oh, God! That was... <laughs> oh, so, so sad! That was the... Oh. So sad. It's so ridiculous. So then Sume dies. Yes. Like like Kiba goes running off and then he just he just hears the howl yep. as like as he slumps over and it's just it's Bill. Yes. I can't ima- I can't handle all this emotion. Can we go to the break card, please? Now? Yeah, let's just do it early. Alright. Welcome to The Break Card. My name is Andy, and you are listening to another episode of Tuning Japanese. As we wrap up Wolf's Reign, we've got just one more episode left in the saga that is Wolf's Reign that has taken us about a year, as I mentioned in the episode, to get through. And we'll kind of wrap it up next time with our final thoughts. We may have a special guest on that episode. We shall see. And uh, we also are going to have some bloopers for you to kind of finish up our season and all the different bloopers from the episodes that we haven't released yet. So I hope you enjoy that, and I hope you're looking forward not only to that, but to finding out what our anime will be for Season 5. If you can't wait for new content and that new episode, you can head over to our YouTube channel and check out Episode 2 of Tuning RPG. We did release our second episode of Tuning RPG today, the same day that this episode drops. And you can watch and listen to our discussion of putting together a character sheet for the Big Eye Small Mouth role-playing system for Excel Excel. Yes, the first character we did was Excel from Excel Saga, and building her was a ton of fun, as you might imagine. If you're not sure who Excel is, if you're new to our show and you missed Season 1, go back to Season 1 and check out the insanity that is Excel Saga. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. So search for Tuning RPG on YouTube, take a look at that second episode, give it a thumbs up, give us a subscribe over there on YouTube, we'd really appreciate that, and thank you so much for your patience on waiting for that new episode. If you want access to the actual character sheet, I have posted that also today on our Patreon at patreon.com slash tuningjapanese. For $2 a month, you get access to all 
of the content with regards to tuning RPG. You can get all those character sheets and future videos and updates and things for just $2 a month. Along with that, you'll get all of our bonus episodes, show notes, and other great things. If you want to donate $3 a month, just one more dollar a month, you can actually suggest a character for us to do and dedicate to you for a future episode of Tuning RPG. I'm tired. I've been editing not only audio but video since about 7 this morning. So I'm going to keep this somewhat brief and send you back to our review of Wolf's Rain. Hey, we're back from the break card. That's what happens when you drink a bowl of fish sauce for dinner. That was very disturbing. So, Bill, we've lost so many characters. And now we're left with the uninteresting ones. Pretty much, yeah. So we have to. We have the second half of this episode is just the characters that, no offense, I don't really care that much about. Like, I don't care that much about Cheza. No offense. I probably care the most about Cheza. Yeah, the three, yeah. And then just, I kind of care about Darsha a little bit. And I don't care about Kiba. I think that's my list, too. Oh. How does this play out the rest of the way? Uh, so Kiba gets down to the bottom of the cliff somehow also. Yes. Doesn't he jump, too? I, probably? I think he jumps. I feel like... Except, see, the thing was, when he jumps, you see him jump as a human. Oh, and I think you get the... Yes. Like you, you, get a lot of, you get a lot of the, the anime jumps. He doesn't just bail off the edge. Yes. Sound effects. Yeah. Uh, Darsha explains that he could see with his wolf eye... That the noble paradise was fake, and that Hamana is really gone forever. Well, okay. One, yes, Hamana's gone forever. Like, I don't think that was a, in question, was it? I think he thought paradise was heaven and dead people were going to be there. Oh, that, like, he'd be able to go and see her again. Right. God. But it. the Hamana that was in that noble paradise mm-hmm. was an illusion, and Hamana's been... It's, it's nihilationism, basically. When she mm-hmm. died, she was... Pff, no longer exists. That, yeah, okay, I could see that, absolutely. I mean, it plays into everything we've seen so far, as far as the cosmology and the ideology of what paradise is. Right. So my question is, is Noble Paradise real at all? Or is he denying now the existence of it completely? Like, when, if that bitch Jagra, direct quote, had somehow opened paradise, or a Noble Paradise, would it have led anywhere? I don't think so. Okay. Best case scenario, you would just be sitting in an illusion. Okay. It'd be a holodeck from Star Trek. Okay. Best case scenario. Kind of like that whatever Caracol thing. Exactly. Where it was kind of living in a in a false... Right, exactly. Paradise. Okay. Okay. Like a soul trap. Okay, I could see that. I think. Maybe. Yeah. Huh. It's just interesting. Like, really breaking down the cosmology is really interesting to me in this. No, it is. Because it's because it's not explained as well. So you're left with so many questions, which makes sense when you talk about cosmology and the religion. afterlife and religion. Yeah. You're supposed to have questions. Right. That's how they get you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably cut that. Don't worry. <laughs> Maybe I won't. I don't you know. won't. Probably not. So then Darsha explains that that's why he turned himself into a wolf with this. Mm-hmm. And then he makes a really weird face and hacks up that little black marble. I don't remember this part. What happened? Well, he goes like, and like spits it out. Oh, that thing from earlier that yeah. we saw briefly. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so what significance does that fully play exactly? He said that's what let him turn into a wolf. Okay. So now he spit it out so he can't be a wolf? But then he immediately wolves. 
Huh. I don't really know either. Also, he doesn't just spit it out, but it, like, crumbles to dust. That's so weird. I don't get it. Unless he fully digested it, and so he has the wolf inside of him now. Maybe? Or maybe or maybe just... that's what kept him as a human? Maybe. Or maybe he just needed it to show, can... show him he was a wolf? Can all wolves barf up something and don't, or, like no longer have their human form? I have no idea. It's so weird. Like, this doesn't make any sense at all. No, this makes zero sense. This thing... It's shoehorned in. This thing helped me do that. Hrrah! Thook! Crumble! Wolf again. Yeah, that makes zero sense. That is what happens. No, absolutely. I don't know why. I have no idea either. I have zero, zero idea. He also tells us that although some humans are from wolves, some humans are wolves that turned human and then forgot what they are. Uh Uh-huh. I'm wondering if that's the nobles. Oh, that would make sense. Regular humans are humans made of wolves. Nobles are wolves that turned human and forgot. Yeah, it would it would make sense why they have like influence or power, maybe. 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 Again, maybe. we don't actually tell us this. I don't know. No. I mean they're that, that is my headcanon here. I could see it. It's the big problem with this anime, which we'll talk about next episode, the the lack of really giving clear answers to anything. Even giving us enough answers to be able to fill in the blanks. Everything Something. we're doing is speculation. Yep, you're right. Also, also Kiba apparently is fated to a lone open paradise, but he needed his friends to give it meaning. <sighs> okay. This is what he says? Darsha says that Kiba was the one who's supposed to open it. Right. Alone. And everything that's happened has brought him here. Right. Although Darsha does say somewhere in this episode, you are a loner. You don't. Ha- this is why you didn't have a pack. Right. This is part of it. Here. Okay. This is why your whole pack died. Or your clan, I think. Is clan, yeah. They, I think he used the word clan. And I think Darsha even, like, kind of kind of hints that, like, those people you're running around with didn't matter, ultimately. Well, that's, yeah, that's what he's getting at. Mm-hmm. You're the one that could open it. You're the only one important. Right. To which Kiba's like, what? And I'm like, what? Right. And Kiba's like, well, even if my friends do mean matter and I didn't lose anything because if it wasn't for my friends, the paradise I create wouldn't matter. Power friendship. Wouldn't have any meaning to me. Yeah, power friendship. Yep. And then more wolf fighting. Yes. Which is okay. It's all right. But the the real show is the body horror of Cheza turning into a tree. Oh, I hate it. I know you do. Bill, I hate it. I know. I hate it so much. Like, the fingers cracking and growing long yep. with claws and her, like, rooting into the, the ground. The roots on her knees. And oh, like, oh, and he rips the, oh, he rips her up by her roots on her we'll, knees. We'll get there. Oh, later. Oh, that's so gross. I hate it. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. Make it stop. Until we played D&D like three or four weeks ago, uh-huh. I did not realize you had such a strong reaction to body horror. I do have a, I do have a reaction to body I, horror. I did not know that until... Body horror is not my... I don't enjoy body horror. You guys were dealing with that giant yes. in the library. I do that not... That was the first time I ever really, really realized that, that was a button for you. Body horror is one type of horror that I don't particularly love. It's something that... In when you know when I do stuff for Shadowvane, whenever I do, uh, it's one of those things that like I don't do a lot, but you know you can do some interesting body horror sound effect things that can really that really fuck with me when I produce yes. it. <laughs> yes. So Darsha wins again. Yeah, that's the theme of this episode. And then he walks over to Treza and up and oh Treza <laughs> and just uproots her, grabs her around the waist by his jaws and just 
rips her roots uh, right out of the ground. Is she related to Frieza? Yes. Okay, just making sure. Oh God, it's terrible. It's horrible. Like he, he grabs her with his with with his, with his jaws and just starts ripping, and you just see the roots ripping out of the ground yep. from her knees, and it's just the worst. It's oh, and like she's covered in green nastiness. Yeah. Yep. And like oh, he the just, roots and oh, the... and there's just like sprays of green nastiness yep. when he bites her. Ugh. And they hate it. And then he hucks her. Th- that face you made. <laughs> oh, right? I hate it. Oh, it's the worst. That. And then he just hooks her to his side. Yeah, he just like throws her like. And if any of you have a dog out there, you know what happens when a dog is outside eating plants. <laughs> Darsha barfs. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly what happens. He just yep, throws he just... up, and I love just like our puppy, just occasionally. <laughs> and again, again, it's one of those moments where it's like, what the fuck is happening? And then Chez is all like, oh yeah. By just... the way, I'm full of poison. <laughs> What? Like, he already was poisoned. Okay, back it up. So, Darsha, in his fight in episode 26 with Jagara, gets poisoned. Right. He comes back OVA episode 2 and starts laying the smack down on everyone. And they try to hurt him. He's like, doesn't matter. Jagara's poison is running through my veins. I don't feel pain. Right. Then he bites a tree. Yep. And gets and double poisoned. gets double poisoned. There's a callback to a really interesting podcast that I love, but I'm not going to name because it's not our podcast. And then, and then he barfs. <laughs> and then he hallucinates. And just, I don't, I don't get it. And then, yeah, and then he touches the water we're going to get to in a minute. Well, no, yeah, which is his own fucking thing. There is a little Talk bit, about more body horror. There's a little bit of, uh, there's a little bit of hallucination. Yes. Right. Because he's all like, oh, hey, paradise, and freaking but, out. Well, he knows where the paradise is in that pond. Why? Where'd the pond come from? They said earlier something about, like, the moonlight. This is where the moon is going to be its closest. Right. And the moonlight on that pond is, like, but where, where the, paradise starts But, or like, something. when they fall down, they don't even mention the pond I know they don't. There. I know they don't. Like, this then all... suddenly there's a pond. But that's why he, you know, he follows uh, Cheza's squeezins. You know, there's a line oh, of squeezins that runs yeah, right there down. There is here. a line of squeezins. Please don't ever use that <laughs> phrase again. Can we not mention Ch- Ch- Chez's squeezins? Just this plant-based drip coming out of her. Ew. <laughs> oh. Oh. God. Didn't think anything would be worse when you call it sap. <laughs> That's ten times worse. Good Explains Lord. why that sap didn't cure him. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, carry on, please. Oh, my excretions are poison. Oh, there you go. Oh, God. Good thing Kiba didn't hit that. <laughs> Good Lord. All right, uh, please, please keep going. So he follows, you know, her green drips <sighs> down she, to the water. You should definitely get that checked out by a doctor. <laughs> You've got the green drips. That's bad. Verderia? Yeah, yeah, Vinderia. Yep. Well, Verde is in, like, Yeah, Verderia. Green. Okay, yeah. I see that, yeah. Verderia. Yeah, okay, fair. Okay, so he follows the Verderia. Down to uh, the river that uh-huh. it's pouring into. Ugh, don't don't drink downstream of that. And he thinks, okay, well that pond is where paradise starts. That's where paradise is. Do do He just slowly lumbers toward it, crazy his, eyes because he's all hurt too. Yeah, so he drags his way up to it. Oh, this is fucking crazy. Sticks like his just a little bit of his nose right up to the water, and an orbital <laughs> laser strikes him. <laughs> what? fuck happened it is the sustained what the fuck red lightning bolt what 
that just evaporates his ass. Yeah. And it keeps going. It's like yes. seven seconds. Just yes. blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah. It's a laser light show. Like, God just hates that guy. And then his fucking eyeball just drops into the water. The wolf's eye. Yes. So everything that was human. Yes. Or had been human turned to a wolf is evaporated. But. His real wolfiness is the only thing that can survive the, the blast. Why is all of his wolfiness just an eye? Because that, when he was in human form. That's all he had that was a wolf, was not a wolf's eye. Yeah. So that eye wasn't false. It wasn't part of him turning into a wolf. He already yeah. had that eye. Okay. He probably ripped it out of a wolf and put it in. Gross. So it's probably real. It's probably a real wolf eye and not human turned into a wolf. Okay. But either way, that's the thing that survives and goes plunk right into the oh, water. Oh, it's gross. It's gross. Oh, it's... Oh, well, Do not like it. That was abrupt. One star review. <laughs> Too many eyeballs in the water. Uh, so Kiba and Cheza uh, had their moment, you know, hugging and happy. Right. And that's when Cheza tells us that the whole world has to freeze over and go to sleep for a while. And this isn't her true form. Well, we know that Frieza has lots of forms, right. so I'm sure Teresa does too. Teresa Gold. Uh, she also says, though, that when Paradise opens, the two of them will meet again. If Kiba comes and finds her. Right. And then Cheza, Frieza, Teresa, <laughs> she hits her her final form. Mm-hmm. And she disintegrates into a bunch of seeds and bl- black nasty seeds and flies away. That's some body horror right there. That man. is like she just turns into a bunch of orbs and spreads everywhere. Yep. And, and of course, Kiba's like, "What the fuck?" and sobs and cries. And I don't blame him at this point. Yep. The hell. And there's just a withered up lunar flower left. Yes. Which he just like picks up. And then the snow begins to fall. And then we get this weird scene where like we see all the dead characters. We don't see all the dead characters. We see most of them. Not even most of them. Really? Well, I mean, ma- we see a, all the wolves. A majority. We, we see, see... Oh, you're right. We don't see any humans. We see remnants of the humans. We see the gun. We see the Book of the Moon. Mm-hmm. We see the cigar and the, and the and the cloth. Yep. But we don't see them. Right. That's um, interesting and it starts, use of it starts symbol. To snow. Like, yeah, visual symbolism. Yep. I like that a lot. To back up a little bit. Mm-hmm. We come back to basically the opening scene from the first episode where Kiba is laying there in the snow. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And talking kind of pretentiously about... I forgot all about that. Comes full circle. And that there's saying that there's nothing at the end of the road mm-hmm. and no paradise. Right. And yet he's driven to look for it. So he's laying there mm-hmm. and it starts to snow. Then it turns into rain. And we see the Book of the Moon, but it's blank there at the end. Yes. And when the rain hits it, it like activates... Invisible ink on there. Right, which is just a whole field of flowers yeah, just, that we it's see. It's just two pages, a splash panel of lunar flowers. Right. It also causes those orbs. Yeah, the, the seeds to uh, to start to open up. Hatch, germinate, whatever you want to yep. call it. Germination would be the right, yeah. yeah. I used a science word. You did. I did good. And then we also see Darsh's eye laying there in the puddle start to, like, spread black shit Yeah, that out. was weird. That was weird. I guess there's always going to be darkness that exists within... This world, I guess, yeah. This Could balance, good, corruption, and, good yeah. and bad. Makes I guess, sense. I guess that's why you have to keep redoing it, you know, because darkness from the old world will come back, back in. Yep. If, yep. The, if you ever got rid of that, like if if Darsha was defeated, they would have had a perfect paradise and everything would have been fine. Right. I think is the idea there. I think. Like, I think that was our real stake. Was I agree? I think that's what they're trying to get across. Yep. The rain washes away the snow. Yes. And it turns the grass around him. Yes, all that, like, kind of blooms. But then the ice he's over 
breaks and he drops down into the water. Yeah, and we get a scene where he's dropping and his eye opens. He looks up. He sees the moon through the water. Yeah, he sees the red moon turn turn white. White. I think he drowns. He has to. I mean, there's no yeah. other explanation there. He drowns and dies. He sacrifice. He sacrifices his life next to essentially start the finish it up. Yeah. And then we change scenes. Yeah. To a modern day city. Right. Uh, we see the wolves. As humans. As humans. We never human. see them as wolves. I want to we make don't. that very clear. We don't. We see them in their human form. Yes. Not even together. No. Uh, Kiba's walking down the street alone. Mm-hmm. Sume's riding a motorcycle. Yep. In traffic. Kige is eating food. Yeah, he's eating a hot dog or something. Yeah. And Tobawe is um, with a little kitten. Has a little kitten in a box in an alleyway. Was that Toboy? That was Toboy. I really kind of thought for a second, because it went fast, I really actually thought that was the Carcassol. Nope, that was Toboy. That was Toboy. Okay. And then we don't see Blue. We don't see Blue. We don't see Blue. We don't see Hub or we, Cheza. Nope. All the human characters we don't see brought back at all. Yep. So just the four. Yep. And then Kiba's just basically walking around the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, we assume looking for Cheza, because we keep coming back to a, a lunar flower. Yes. Yeah, we see one growing in an alleyway. We get that cool, like, one of the shots where he's walking and the, the, it's raining and there's uh-huh. water on the street and that's the... Well, he starts to run he he splashes into that puddle. Ju- just like we see in the opening credits yep. every time. And then they start playing Stray. Right. And that's it. Yep. That's that's literally it. We get nothing else aside from that. And that's episode four of the OVA titled Wolf's Rain. Wow. So let's try to limit our thoughts to this episode as much as we can. And then we'll come back and t- talk about some of the bigger picture things in the next episode. I mean, we can talk some like overall things now, obviously, but I want to really dig and dive into it. The next episode in a little more depth. Right. Um, so Bill, this was your episode. So what are your thoughts on this episode of Wolf strain as a finale of the whole series? It definitely felt like a finale. Like it felt like shit was coming down, which was good. We keep saying it in the OVA and it's true. Again, more emotional payoff than ever before. Absolutely. Things happening. Things feel like they're happening. I do feel like we're cut a little short on what actually happened, but we're given at least more information we can, you know, you can go back and watch the series with fresh eyes. Yeah. And say, okay, now I think this is what's happening or what matters, which is what we're missing from the beginning. Absolutely. That whole narrative. And maybe, maybe that's the point. Maybe you're supposed to be able to watch the show over and over again. Reincarnation. Yeah. Oh, like the the whole again fitting thematically with what's going on right. in the actual story. Right. I could see that. It's a, a very high art concept. And again, maybe that's thing. getting more into next week's discussion. Right. Right. But, right. But this episode definitely gave that that feeling of not only a definitive ending but kind of a beginning. So you, for you, it was enough closure. It was more than I expected. Let's put it that way. Okay. From where we started with this anime, I didn't think we were going to get any closure. From where we ended the actual series, episodes. Yeah. I didn't think we were going to get any closure. I would have liked more, but at least there's a, a, somewhere for us to go and talking about it, as opposed to just like, well, I guess that happened. Right. Yeah. I mean, when you compare it to something, and we'll talk I want to talk about this more next week, too, but like when you compare it to some of the other animes we watched, whether it's Excel Saga, whether it's Gurren Lagann, no offense, like there's, to me, for me at least, there wasn't a whole lot. Of, even even Trigon, a Trigon little bit, didn't honestly, have a great closure. Like there wasn't a lot of good, a lot of really good closure in any of the animes uh-huh. that we've really watched. And some of that is 
because of the genre. Excel's not going to have a big well, no, like, closure thing. Gurren Lagann it got so convoluted near the end that it was kind of hard to have. I mean, you had a big, like, you know, climactic fight, but to have true closure was a little, a little tougher. Trigun just had a bad ending. I don't know if I had a bad ending. I mean, okay, maybe not a bad ending, but like a... It didn't really have an ending. Yes. Yes. I agree. It didn't have the 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 full ending and payoff that we would have expected from all that narrative story. Time. Right. And here, I think we get one of the better one of the better endings of what we've watched it, so far. It was an ending. Absolutely. I think the biggest strength for me in this last episode in the OVA in general is the emotional, like you mentioned, the emotional kick. We have built up these characters for a long time, and we finally things happen to them that we do care a little bit. You know, I mean, God, the amount that I've agonized over the death of all of these characters. You cared. I did. Absolutely, I cared. And that's that's good, because I was worried, you know, especially earlier on, rewatching this, that I wasn't going to care. And I, I couldn't remember why I liked this show as why much as I it. did and why yeah. I picked it you know, in the early stages of it. I was starting to wonder myself. Yeah. So... Apparently, it's it's come around. Yeah. But as a finale, it works. It works. And we'll dig into that a little deeper when we kind of analyze the series as a whole next week. Right. Right. Uh, any closing thoughts on Wolf's Reign and the episode of Wolf's Reign entitled Wolf's Reign? Wolf's Reign. Very good. But Wolf's Reign. Also true. Uh, uh, I'm getting a weird beeping signal on my Fitbit. Um, hang on. Me arm hair. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, one second. Oh, Bill. Yeah. In- incoming transmission from from Josh. No. Decline. I. Okay, I'm gonna do it. Oh shit! I hit accept. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Got it! Hey, it's Josh. Once again, those two morons decided to record without me. And I'm sure they're just throwing all sorts of shade at me, so screw you guys! Here are my thoughts on OVA 4 of Wolf's Rain, entitled Wolf's Rain. Yeah, it's kind of redundant, don't you think? Anyway, holy gods! What a fucking episode! What an ending! I mean, this is not a happy ending. Not by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, everyone. And I mean, everyone dies. And I mean, not just like our main heroic characters. I mean, everyone. The end of the world has happened. Paradise is opened up. And Jesus! Now, I'm sure we mentioned this, I've mentioned this before, but I'm going to go back to this really quick, that this actually was the first time I ever saw Wolf's Reign was the very first episode of Wolf's Reign I ever saw. So it was kind of a mind job when I sat down back in college to see the show that uh, Andy was raving about. And I'm like, what the hell? Because we have Hige and, and Blue dying. We have Sume dying shortly afterwards. We get 
we see Cheza get practically torn apart and and is bleeding out and dying. We see Kiba dying. We seeing our villain die in Darsha. And I would say out of out of all the deaths, Darsha's is probably the most violent death and also probably one of the most beautifully animated deaths I've ever seen in most anime. Just just that moment of Darsha just walking into the little lake and then he just completely is succumbed by this flame and it wipes everything out but his human eye was just wow so good so good and and everything about it i mean i don't think there's much you you need to explain here it's pretty cut and dry the wolves die cheza dies darsha dies paradise is open so hey the reset button is set and here it is the paradise that was promised, this this peaceful, untainted world, is open. And what happens? One of the last images we get before the true final image of Darsha's eye kind of seeping into the water and polluting and the, the, the whole infecting it with mankind really was a just a terribly powerful moment. And I really really enjoyed it oh my god if i'm going to say anything i'm going to say i have to love this episode this was a fantastic episode i mean the mood was beautiful i thought that the hopelessness yet the hopefulness of the of the restart the hopelessness of of their deaths and the hope hopefulness of the restart was really good and even though darcia our, our corrupt villain is a piece of garbage he still finds a way to sneak humanity into the new world. And I thought that was pretty cool too. And then that final scene of showing Kiba and the other wolves sans blue, which I'm a little pissed about that. No blue at all. I mean, what are we going? We're, we're just going to be purists and say only the pure wolves are back around this time. I thought that was kind of BS, but the images of Kiba walking through the city and we see the others as humans and they're all, kind of got that looking around like, hey, something's going on. And we find that it looks like Kiba's looking for another Cheza. And we find the the, the lunar flower in a corner of, of some crummy alley in Japan. I thought that was just a really cool thought that, that, hey, here we are. This is the next, this is the next world. And it's us. Gives you a lot of thoughts. All in all, though, this was a really good finale. It wraps everything up. Doesn't really go into a whole lot of exposition but at this point we don't need it and this is probably one of the times we're showing is being as effective at, instead of telling and we don't need much else to be to be told what's going on here the ending is pretty clear cut all in all i really enjoy it i wish this level of storytelling was present for the entire series and i'll get into my final thoughts of the series um in the next episode one way or another but anyway, it's it's such a good time of an episode, which one of the reasons why when I first saw it and it was my first viewing, I was like, OK, this could be interesting. I want to see where it goes. And I never got to it until bits and pieces until this viewing for the show. And I still think it's probably the best episode of the entire goddamn series. I'm I'm just going to say it. it's probably the best. It's great. Leaves leaves a lot to think about, but not enough words beating you over the head with this is metaphor for we are fucking shit up. But anyway, well, I think I've rambled enough and I'll get back to Bill and Andy here so that way they can complete 
their thoughts on this episode. See you guys later. Bye bye Oh, hey, what's this button do? Well, I guess those were Josh's thoughts. Yeah, I wasn't listening. Oh. So that's it for this week. Uh, we'll be back next week with our kind of last discussion of Wolfstrain and uh, I think also a few bloopers. Neat. It'll be a good episode. It'll be a very good episode. I'm a national treasure. You are. You are. Of bloopers. Of bloopers. That is, that is, that is an accurate and a fair statement. Uh, but until then, this has been Tuning Japanese, a podcast where two and a half dudes in their 30s talk about anime and the end of the world and the reincarnation. And, hey, I've been Andy. I'm Bill. And, uh, I guess we'll see you next time. You know, if you really think about it, we've always been two and a half dudes. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at tuningjapanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Check out our YouTube channel and our new series, Tuning RPG, by searching for Tuning Japanese or Tuning RPG on YouTube.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Seriously, be like these great patrons. Superfan Matt, Brian Nash, and Cameron Baer. Ha <laughs> ha.